1: Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where influential guests and I break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is How to Catch a Cheater Part Two. Let's do this. Hello, guys. I'm Natasha Chandell. You're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm not going to make you wait too long. You really enjoyed the first part of this episode. Uh, I want to get into part two, but you know, we got a little business to take care of. So please remember, if you like this episode, screenshot it and tag us on social media and tell us what you thought of it. We actually really like to hear from you. And we'll give you a retweet and a restory and all that fun stuff. And also, please remember, our podcast only grows with word of mouth. So tell your friends and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Also, if you haven't already, can you leave us a five-star rating or review? If we've helped you, Please help us back. Um, wherever you get your podcast, just leave us a five-star rating, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps us a lot, um, especially in charts and, you know, showing people we're relevant. Um, we're also on social media. So follow us. We're at Kinda Dating across the board. And I'm at Natasha Chendale on Instagram, Facebook, Natasha.Chendale on TikTok. And Aisha's is at Aisha Says Dance across the board. All right, guys, I want to introduce our guests again. They are professional private investigator Mackenzie Foltz and comedian, writer, armchair sleuth, Hannah Anderson, also known as the host of the Dating Detectives podcast. Here's part two. I don't think I snooped, but do you think it's wrong to snoop or spy on your partner? And (laughs) do you think it's okay to share locations? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about that before.
0: (laughs) I don't think that it's snooping. I just feel like you're like, okay, so here's my thing, right? If you... I call it like being proactive. So like, (laughs) if you're if it's available, like I know my husband's password to my phone to his phone. I think he knows mine. Maybe he forgot. I don't know. Um, but I like can pick up his phone anytime and just look and see what he's doing. And if that ever happened, he'd be like, "Oh, what you doing? All right, like no big deal." And like he wouldn't he wouldn't be like, "Give me that." Like, what are you doing? But I feel like it's it's not your right. But I feel like if that's, if that's the, like, I'm that type of person where I just need to know that everything's okay at all times Mm -hmm. because I'm an overthinker. And he's just like, all right, babe, whatever you need, like, do it, I guess. Like, and then whenever it is like, we've never shared locations, but he was going on a long week long, uh, across country, like race car with his race car guys or want to like a trip or something. And so they all got their race cars and I was like, can I put on the life 360 and we can like I can follow you on your journey and cuz he wants me to get into the race cars but I'm not and so I was like but I'll follow you and like see where you're going and it's a different city each day or whatever and um he was like that's weird and I was like like, for the first time, he's like, because he's always just been like, yeah, babe, whatever you need. And for the first time, he's like, that's weird. No one's ever wanted to track me before. And I'm like, it's not tracking. It's because we're both going on two separate vacations and you're going like traveling across the country. Like, I don't trust your race car, like whatever. And so it was just very weird for me. It was very new for him to be like, but he, I mean, he was okay with it, but he was like, it's weird. No one's ever wanted yeah. to track me. It was
2: like a, he was just like, yeah, that's new for him to. But trust, but verify, right? Like if if the,
0: just like my son has a little gizmo watch, right? And like the technology is there. If the technology is available, why can't we use it? Why not?
1: But you're lucky too because you're married. I feel like when you're married, you can say some of those things. Like my brother and sister in law, they share locations, and my brother's like, uh, this bitch gets into like car accidents all the time. I need to
2: like make sure she's okay.
1: <laughs> so, like, they, you know, they, um, they share locations on their phones and they're totally fine with it. But I feel like you can do that when you're a married couple. Like, how, like, do you think it's okay when you're dating? And, you know, and again, like,
0: this, the, what is the line between like snooping and spying? Yeah. I just feel like if we're dating, I like I said, like, I don't care where you take me to dinner, but I want to learn about you. And so if you're allowing me into that part of you that most people would consider private, like if we're going to be together, like I want access to everything private or at least want to know that it's okay that I have it. Not that I'll be on it all the time, but you know, if I did want, like I'm someone who eat popcorn watching my husband drive home from work on the little Life 360. <laughs> like It's just because, that's my i'm a people watcher that's what i yeah, do yeah but if that, that makes you feel safe in your relationship and the other person is like i guess that's what makes you feel safe here you go like then what's the problem but also uh, people would argue that oh what about privacy bitch no like you're you want to prove yourself to me before we get married this is how you're going to do it
2: <laughs> and yeah so i don't think there's a blank there's not one answer mm-hmm. go ahead
0: no no <laughs> hannah go ahead
2: I I think the person that's right for me, I share my location with all my friends. I'm 28 in in LA. So I don't know. I think there's also like, it's different. Like I've grown up, I don't know. We've all, like, this is just normal for me. So if somebody was weird about it, I would probably not be with them because it's just like, this is like part of, my routine, like with my friend, not right away. Like my last boyfriend, I think we shared each other's locations, but we were coming to each other's places a lot. And it was just like, I just want to see when you're 10 minutes away. Like, it's just easy to kind of like for convenience. And this was maybe like, probably like eight or nine months in. Like it wasn't, and it was a weird, it was kind of a weird conversation, but it was like a cute one. And I think for both of these, like snooping and locations, if there's a part of you that's using the location, in a way that you know is because you don't trust something or if there's a part of you that's snooping because you know you have fem, your fem tuitions going off right. then like that you know like you you just know and then there are other times where I totally have looked at phones and I know it was actually more of a reflection of me and I kind of needed to I'm not saying that I I don't know like it's it's so case by case you have to kind of Mine like, I want
0: to be able to pick up your phone and go through whenever yeah, I want. Because but at the, time, the, really at the time,
2: mine was like, I was like getting back with an ex. This was in college. And I remember wanting to go through his phone to see who he had talked to when we were not together. Oh. Which is like he wasn't doing anything wrong. I just was so insecure that oh. I needed to like, and I was, and then I was like, what am I going to do with this information? I'm really just using this to hurt myself or to validate. Yes. Something yes. and that was a different case because it was like, I need to look inward and see why I'm so in need Needing of this information this. that it's not really necessary that I have this information. And I if I want to be with this person, which in the end I realized we were not right for one another, right. like, <laughs> like I should have just talked to them about my insecurities in that realm. So I think it, yeah, it depends. And but if another thing with the chief thing, if you find something, yeah, absolutely snoop.
0: Like, well, but if you also, if you look for something, like if you look hard enough for something, you're gonna find you're something. Gonna find mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And my, what I tend to do is connect dots that don't belong to connect. Like I try to like shove puzzle pieces that are close but not really. And that's one of the faults that I have is that I might be like, well, what about this? And he be like, that's not even, that wasn't even the same day. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're trying to make things fit that don't fit. And it's yeah. true because I overthink so much. But that was my husband's concern was, why do you want my location? And as soon as he learned that it wasn't about me not trusting him, it was just because I wanted, I was trying to like pretend to be interested in his little race car activities. And so <laughs> that's really what it was. But I, it wasn't, I, otherwise, I would have asked him seven years ago if I could, you know, Um, but so, but he was like, as long as you're not, it's not a trust thing because he knows that he's done nothing to make me not trust him. But that doesn't, that doesn't like free the the insecurities that still live in my head.
1: I think also like the safety thing, right? Because, but it's also such a weird conversation because with friends, we're so open and we could be like, Hey, I'm going to share my location with you forever.
2: And it's It's honestly, I say it on dates. I say it yeah. too much on dates. I've had one date. He was like, this is getting weird where I'm always like, the amount of people that have my location right now. Just, <laughs> no, you can't do shit to me. He's like, this That's is like so making me funny. think you're going to murder me the <laughs> amount you're talking about getting murdered. I'm like, Sorry.
1: but nowadays, like it is like a thing of, of, you know, part of dating safety in general. I used to tell my friends, like if, who I was meeting, where I was meeting them, especially if it was like a first time and uh, at least giving them like some basic details about the person, if not just sharing their contact. But I also think a next step is to like share locations because somebody could just do, what are the fir- first fucking rule of uh, crime? Like never let them take you to a second location. But like yep. on dates, you're going places sometimes. Like you start somewhere, you go somewhere else. And like, or you get into an Uber. I've heard stories of people fucking disappearing in an Uber, and they don't know where they are. And I'm like, yeah, share your yeah. location. Um, but it's such a weird conversation to have with a partner. Like my boyfriend and I've been together for three and a half years, and we don't do that. And uh, but I've always been like, why don't we do that? Because I do worry about his safety. Like when we go out, and I'm like, you know, he wouldn't have no idea where I am
2: if. Do you ever I'm like, like? I think telling him. Some people take the angle of it's not as, like, it's fun to kind of have. Mystery. <laughs> mystery. Oh, no, I don't but like also, mystery. It, yeah, I know. I don't either. But I respect if that's their thing. But if you, like, just share it for, like, the vacation, like, maybe Mackenzie is, like, yeah. only following him. I don't know. Like, you but can. But let's be real. Like, if work. I ask
0: you for your location, it's not for safety. Like, I'm I yeah. i just <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm nosy. I mean, I, okay. I, I am. like I trust my husband fully.
1: Also, for my safety, I've also been like, you know, I want somebody to have my thing because I also travel yeah. around for work all the time. And as a girl, you're worried about where and now I don't share my stuff with my friends. I'm not telling them where I am because you have your partner and they know where you are. But again, in between, nobody knows where I am. So um, I feel like Mackenzie, I think you have my location.
0: <laughs> yeah. I And yes. And I always say, get the tag number, like take a picture of the tag and just send it over. Tag number, the contact, like whatever information you have. So when my best friend would go on dates, she lives in a totally different state. And I'm like, okay, what's the guy's name? Tell me the address you guys are meeting and give me his tag number. Because I know that if I need to find him, like I can run a tag faster than the cops can number. Yeah. For the the license plate.
2: Oh oh, 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 okay. So I never knew about that. <laughs> she told me that and now I do when I'm on age. That's <laughs> right. actually a really good idea. I yeah. used to do that, that in taxis,
1: in taxis mm-hmm. and Ubers again. Before I mm-hmm. had a boyfriend, I would uh, take a picture of the taxi number to my parents and then I would, or I would screenshot my Uber, especially in like but a different city. Not
0: like in they in, tell in, you like, when you order an Uber, make sure this tag number matches, right?
2: Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get some more. I mean, Mackenzie's full of the safety tips that I've benefited Yeah, I want to know know. what are some of these other
0: safety tips? So whenever, so I'm someone who thinks that everyone is going to get kidnapped at all times ever. So (laughs) I'm always like prepared for this, right? So definitely turn on your location, but like, It's so, I teach my, my son's nine and I'm always telling him when we're out in public, you need to keep your head on a swivel. You need to know what the person in front of you, behind you to the left and the right are wearing, how old they are, what they're doing, who they're with, like constantly just pay attention to everyone around you. Because if you, if you get your phone taken from you and you get kidnapped, like you need to be able to describe this person. You need to kind of be able to make educated guesses based on how they're dressed and where they're from and just try to. So all of these different things, it's just, it's about being observant and, just being aware of what could happen without being a psycho about it. But I mean, like you just want to be aware of what's going on around you because a lot of people are so focused on, you know, how they look or what's going on on their phone. No, That's why I get away with so much surveillance. People don't know that I'm there because people aren't paying attention. If you're someone who's paying attention, your head's on a swivel, you're going to notice my car. Like, you're going to notice me. And so people, people just don't pay attention. So I think being observant is so important, especially in the dating world.
2: Trust with verify,
1: and we also Trust talked verify. about like the the having a social or digital footprint, right? Like the oh, importance. for sure. Oh, yeah. And like if you existing. don't
2: have one, if
0: you don't have a social a social or digital footprint. In today's world, a lot of people would argue, "Oh, there's, you know, some people just want to be private." No, there's a reason. Like, there's no reason in today's world for you not to have some kind of social media. I if you don't want to if you don't want to be on Facebook because of the drama, fine. But where's your LinkedIn? Like, who's your mom? Like, let's show me your mom's face. Like something like, I, I need to know that you exist somewhere in the, in the worldwide web.
2: So many of the cases that we've had have been people who didn't have social media or gave a, like had a secret name that they couldn't discover. Like, if you can't find someone's social media, I'm not saying that means that they're cheating on you. I'm saying that it is a red flag. Like, and it's probably dude, pretty likely. <laughs> it's like more likely. Like you just have to accept that that you are stepping into a relationship where you're putting your... Like you have to be more vigilant maybe because I don't think I would go out. I don't go on first dates unless I find a digital footprint. Like I stopped before. I mean, I sleuth, <laughs> sleuth. <laughs> yeah. before to verify because yeah, I'm not meeting up with you if I can't find your... Totally. When I first
0: started dating as a private investigator, when I first became a private investigator and I found myself talking to, or I, let's say I meet a man at a restaurant or a bar or whatever. And one of your first questions when you meet somebody is, what do you do for a living? And so when they would say, I would say, oh, I'm a private investigator. Nope. They're out the door. And I'm like, wow. Well, so I just start go. lying same, about what I do for a living. a comedian, but just I think it's for I a different
2: date. reason. Oh, <laughs> People didn't
0: want to know. People did not want to be um, in a private investigator's radar. And I thought that was so interesting because me, I'd be like, Oh, what can you find out about me? That's so cool. I have nothing to hide. But the minute they found out, like I there were so many people who did not want to have anything to do with me. And that's so interesting to me.
1: Oh yeah. They were hiding. Out yep. You
0: <laughs> were hiding. Yeah. Like you were so interested five seconds ago and now all of a sudden, no, it's right. probably married.
1: Yeah, it's exactly it. I mean, do you? Uh, I did you guys also have this kind of rule? I uh, had this rule before when I was single, which was like I didn't go to somebody else's place first. I always made them come to mine because I was like, I don't know if you got chains and shit up in your apartment. I was like, I'm not fucking putting myself Dungeons. In, again yeah. going to a second location. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, you can come here. I know where my knives are. I can fuck with, you know what I mean? If something <laughs> happened. And then if I trusted them, I would go to their place eventually. But like, I didn't, especially in New York, it was like a thing. It was like- Well, see, a lot of people back. would think, I don't want
0: them to come to my house first. Right. I want to go to their house first. So like Hannah, but that's a very good point mm-hmm. is that going to someone else's house, that's their safe zone. You are not familiar with those surroundings and that can put you in a very, very you dangerous place. Down my he yes, everybody I know. Into house. He knew where everything
1: was he like knows where he's like they were the, the vulnerable fucking, one. Uh, he's but got I the don't powder clean. to put in the drinks and then the, <laughs> the fucking tub to bo- burn yes. your bones in exactly. I'm like, uh-uh.
2: this is uh-uh. the worst rule because i know you're right but i don't like cleaning
1: and I, I don't Okay, who cares? Just throw your shit in a closet.
2: Don't actually clean, just like keep it away in a closet and like I'm weird about that. I do like not having I, I think it's like a I don't want somebody to come into my space unless I'm like really close with them. And if it's like early on, I'm kind of more comfortable being well like, that's when you need separate. to go to
0: a public like a public environment. And yeah. if you're not comfortable going to their house, maybe then you shouldn't be comfortable right. like doing sexual stuff either. So maybe right. just being in public is fine.
1: Yeah, go right. fuck in a car to me. Is so
0: <laughs> go find but a dark parking lot oh at the back of Target.
2: Recreate oh high God. school again. I could do better. I know. I think I use, like, social media and mutual friends. My, like, I'm sure this is every culture, but, like, I'm Jewish and my mom is, like, a little, like, she, I feel like my mom knows somebody who knows someone in most realms, Very lucky to have that because if I can't find some kind of connection to someone, I usually am not like comfortable. But when I do, yeah but when i do find the connection i think i can be a little too trusting like i will be like oh their cousin went to college with my cousin's friend so i can go to their apartment it's like why wouldn't they kill me still like well, Hannah- you also got on a random boat with a random stranger
0: in a random <laughs> no girl okay. can't do that Literally, don't go into the, the middle worst. of the
2: ocean with
1: somebody you, you don't yellow.
0: know it was a houseboat and it was no, cute was not she almost got serial killed and didn't realize. Oh, but no. I
1: didn't. No, no. Y'all
0: did you die? No.
2: Did you die? I know. That's my worst one cuz I was literally in a foreign country too. I was just like oh, shit. Well, the way I justified it in my head is that we were out on a date and it was like we had been drinking and I was like, look, if I walk home in this foreign land by myself, oh, I'm a woman alone. That's not safe. If I go back to the boat with this cute British boy, for sure you won't. That's also not safe. But one of them has kissing. So (laughs) I'm gonna take the murder with the kissing potential. And I and I made and, I made the right call. <laughs> again, you and I
1: are so opposite. I was uh, I went to Dominican with my girlfriend. I was like 21 years old, maybe, hooked up with the one of the resort guys who was so hot. And then, but that and that was at the beach, and then all, okay, all my friends were like at we were at a beach party, and then we went off on the side and we did our thing, and then he went vacation,
2: vacation yeah, hookups. No, no, are but then, then he wanted
1: me to go. After that, when on our on our drive back, he was like, "Hey, you and I should go somewhere else." And my fucking dumbass girlfriends were like, "Go, go get Dick!" And I was like, "Hell no!" I was like, "I'm not going out into an island in a different country in the middle of the night it was with this person I don't know their last name. I just know he's hot." Mm. Like I was like, "Absolutely not!" And uh, and I was the one who was like. No, this sounds like the great start of a horror movie. I was like, absolutely <laughs> not.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, and I'm. Me, I am i am i am will not do it again. Was
1: neck. I was like, oh my god. So You're like, I, I wish. Was just yeah. Like, oh, stupid,
2: stupid conscience. I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've made our. We learn. We live and learn. Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. So and we're both what- alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yes, we are. So, what are some ways to um, catch a cheater?
0: I oh, gave you one, receive
2: Receipts. Okay, one that comes to mind, and this was, we had a, we the episode's not out yet. I'll tell you anyway. We mm-hmm. had a sex addict come on who mm-hmm. is in recovery, and he wanted to share in order to kind of like help people catch cheaters, given that he had done it for a long time. I mean, the episode's very interesting because this person is still actively in recovery, so there were elements of like narcissism that came up even in the conversation it was wild. But one thing he talked about was like time and being conscious of how like somebody is spending their time. Or in his case, he was like, if I was like, at work, really long hours, or if I was taking like four hours to go to the grocery store, or like, <laughs> like he, he really was taking, making a lot of excuses with time that didn't make sense. And I think that's one that a lot of people can look back and be like, Oh, I did feel weird about that. But I just wanted to trust them. That's like, an early flag of like their time. The math, as Mackenzie would say, the math ain't
0: mathin. The math ain't mathin. Well, that's and that's another another episode that hasn't aired yet. There was a woman who the paychecks weren't adding up to the hours. There was oh. just like, mm. shit. Yeah, yeah, work so, time. Yeah, oh, so wow. she was like, oh, I don't know, but like this isn't the math ain't mathin. Um, but also, I, I think in my opinion, I think that it is normal f- and not like crazy or psycho for someone to maybe drive by someone's house to see if they're really there. Like, I think that this is like, these are public roads, right? So like, <laughs> I feel like you're, it's not illegal. If you if someone says, yeah, I'm at home and you for some reason don't believe them and you drive by, like, I think that's fine. I think that's a matter of like, I do it, I do it legally and get paid for it. Like, why can't you do it? Do you know what I mean? Like, why can't a woman or a man or whoever um, drive by somewhere their partner says they're going to be and check it out? Because if that's where they are, then their car will be there and then nobody has to know.
1: Here's, here's a tricky question. Cause like nowadays with all this technology, there's so many ways to hide things and and do stuff. Right. I remember I was dating this guy and, uh, and we were just dating. So I hadn't, I didn't even care really, but it was actually, it wasn't him. His friend told, showed me that they have something called the calculator app, which was, it looks like a calculator on your phone, but it actually um, when you click it, hides files. Pictures. Ex- um, oh. pictures and videos mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that's where they would store if they had an ex-girlfriend or some girl who had sent them videos and pictures of her- herself they would keep it there and uh and then I was like what the fuck again like mind blown like it looked like a regular app um unless you click it you know, mm-hmm. but like, and, then, and then you yeah. have
0: to have a password. You have to type in a certain code on the calculator app. Like you're actually doing a calculation. You have to do a certain calculation on that's
2: the like app. That's like some Harry Potter. Wow. Sure. Like I've never
0: seen that, but I think that's,
1: yeah. I guess it probably. would be like, here's the thing. I, I guess if you were to find that on your partner's phone and there was something where that needed a, a secret code to get in, I think like at that point, you don't need to see what's inside. There's clearly some mm-hmm. shit in there. So yeah, hundred um, yeah exactly.
2: I yeah. I think it's like communication, and as soon as you have any kind of issue and you bring it, bring it to like trust yourself, like yeah. trust your intuition, bring it up, see how it goes. Well, do you You're remember
0: like... there was one episode we were talking about? Remember Hannah, wherever the um the the woman was looking over her boyfriend's shoulder. They were doing something on the computer together and a text came up and she's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. 15 minute, minutes later, he comes out of the bathroom. He's like, yeah, you can have my phone. You can go through it. am like, I'm <laughs> sorry, pardon? <laughs> Did you just run to the Apple store and like get a new phone? Because absolutely not. We're done here. We're what? done. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: It's, yeah.
0: Uh, like, I mean, let me just give me 15 minutes to erase everything. Then you can have my phone. Absolutely exactly. not. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's funny
1: because like that coming back to that snooping spying thing is like so when when I found out um, with the abusive guy, it wasn't even it wasn't even for, the receipt was the second time. The first time was he gave me his phone. He gave me his phone. And then I, it, because my Internet wasn't working at the time on my phone. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. Let me search this thing. And then honestly, I was like, shit, I'm finally in his phone.
2: All, like
1: <laughs> I just I just clicked one thing and like all of it popped up. And it was like the you know, the first one was the baby mother, and he was cheating on me with the baby mother, and like the message was like something ex- very explicit that I was like, oh my God. And and I remember my therapist, um, who was a guy actually saying to me in both situations, one was the the abusive one, and then one was the ex who was cheating on me with grandmas. Um who again, I don't even think I, I don't know that Mackenzie does this count as snooping. He left his email open. It was open wide on a screen. I didn't have to do anything. Uh And I walked by and I was like, what's this email I've never seen? (laughs) And then I went and I, I looked in it closer and I was like, oh shit. Um, why are there dating apps? And then, and again, this dating app, it didn't okay. even sound like a dating app because it said it was called Stitch. So, uh, and it was a senior's dating app. It was to, to match with seniors and so oh. that's the one and then I clicked it and it was like a whole profile there and it was a picture I had taken of him and I was like what the
0: fuck is happening and no that's I'm, called no legally and stupid. ethically in any legal search that is called plain view like you you left it open that's free game so, <laughs> so there was a
1: thing and then like so my therapist at the time was like look and he was the guy and he was like normally, I would never condone like snooping or spying or whatever. He's like, but for your your situation, he's like, if you didn't come across that, you truly would never have known. And he's like, so but then he did encourage me, he goes, but next time, if you're feeling like things are coming up, like, talk about it, the second you feel something is awry in the relationship, which is always the hardest time to talk, right? Because what do you want to tell your again, let's talk about straight relationships since usually the girl thinking the guy is cheating. Are you going to tell him like, hey, I think you're like, I don't know. Something's making me feel uncomfortable. He's of course just going to be like, it's in your head, babe. Um, And he will gaslight you. Yeah. And make
2: you feel like you're like, make, like yeah making something out of nothing and like yeah. how how can i i hate that when they fully gaslight and make you feel like you are the problem so i'm well, very like what do you do
1: with that snooping stuff
0: <laughs> well they're very rarely is someone going to be like yep you caught me they're going to be like no that's silly the no and people will like it'll be right in front of you they'll be like what is this about and i have no idea that's not, that's not mine. And it's like, it has your name. You signed it. Nope. That's not my, I have no idea. Not mine. And it's, it's amazing. Like people will just, they, they, people don't want to admit when they're wrong. Cause it's embarrassing
2: when you get caught
0: doing something like that. Right. It's embarrassing. And and then it's shame. Like uh, obviously most of the time, most people feel ashamed of it. Right. Unless you're like a complete sociopath, but whatever. Um, so it, it like, It just happens. And so how do you that's what I struggle with? Like, how do you say, Hey, are you cheating on me? You'd be like, No, honey, of course not. Like, yeah. And then whenever people come to a private investigator, it's usually because they've asked that question. And it's like, no, 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 not at all. And then it's like, oh, okay, good. Well, hire a PI. It's like just hire a PI. Yeah. We can we can we can do things legally that you you'll get you'll go to jail for. (laughs) That's
2: a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Illegal, illegal private investigation is um a felony offense in Florida.
2: Oh, yeah. Check it out, in LA. It's
0: called unlicensed, unlicensed activity. Okay, okay.
2: well like, like what specific? Like, if I was outside somebody's house and my car just sitting in harassment,
0: parking. stalking, anything that mm-hmm. you're, in like, so you're not allowed to just like. See, it's weird, right? Because if you are someone who is doing surveillance on someone, you're following them around. You're watching what they're doing. Like, that's illegal, right? But also, uh, it's kind of weird because where's the line? Like, you can drive by someone's house legally and just, like, see if their car is there or whatever. But where's the line? When does it turn into stalking? So I just say, hire a PI. Let us do the dirty work for you. We will find out what we can and go from there. Yeah. So...
1: Uh, this has been fucking fascinating. Like I can't, I told you, I could keep talking about this with you guys for like hours, um, which I'm sure everybody else can too. Uh, But I know we're, we're, we're we're a podcast, man. We got to wrap it up at some point. (laughs) Um, So uh, as we wrap it out, I want to ask you guys uh, probably the burning question for people out there, which is, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater.
2: No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it's nuanced. I think it's some people are like wired to be all shitty (laughs) assholes and narcissists, but I don't think all. Well,
0: I think that people make mistakes all the time. Cheating is just one of those mistakes that happens to really, really hurt someone else. And I feel like, although I don't excuse it, I do think that It happens a lot, but I guess it comes down to like, do what do you throw away for? Like a lot of my clients don't want to throw away the the parenting and the kids and this house that they've built and all this thing because the other person made a mistake or whatever. So I think that it's, it's really case by case. And it's based on your connection with that other person and what you guys decide to do together and communicate that and whatever anybody else says on the outside looking in, they don't know and it's just between you guys, you know? So I think it's case by case. Yeah. Yeah. Mm That's a very... There's still hope out there. I think so. And I think humans, like, tell me the last time that you tell... You've made a mistake. Right? right, that you wish you that, and you've hurt somebody that you wish you hadn't, right? And maybe that wasn't cheating, but maybe it was something else. Like, wouldn't don't you like feel kind of bad about that? So there are people who are serial cheaters, and they they are out there, like you know, hurting everybody, and not giving a flip about how to, how anybody feels or whatever. But it's you know, we're all just human, and so as much as I want to be like, oh fuck everybody who cheats, they're all awful, I just don't. We're all human. We all make mistakes, and that's just a big one, kind of. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, guys, uh, this has been so awesome. You're not totally, totally done. Um, firstly, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank, thank you. you. I hope you had some fun too. I love too. you guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. You guys
1: are so hilarious. This is great. And and so thoughtful about this very uh, cringy topic for people. So It's so polarizing.
2: It is. It's so polarizing. It but is. it's great. I mean, the stories at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to look back and be like, you know what? It was for the plot. And we have to laugh or enjoy or connect over it and just move on. But yeah, it's good for it's the plot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well,
1: guys, we we do a segment called Six Questions. We ask every guest the exact same six questions on the podcast. Uh, it's like a rapid fire. Don't overthink it too much. Um, we'll do it as Mackenzie and then Hannah. Um, as okay. the answer, so people can kind of... Uh, listen to, to you guys. So, uh, Mackenzie and Hannah, are you ready for your six questions? Yes. Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. You got this. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. And here we go. Don't overthink it. What is the first thing you notice
0: about a potential partner? Ooh, if he's like confident, like if he talks, he's willing to take control of the situation. Like then I know that he's, he's willing to say what's on his mind. Like he is ready and willing to like make decisions. Oh, so sexy.
2: Me, we're doing it yeah. that way. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm superficial. My first thought was like eyes. Like <laughs> I just noticed my eyes. Yeah. What about her eyes? Wait, what? Like, like they like
0: Physically. they make eye contact with you, or they look. They have it's nice eyes. pretty eyes. I don't know. The oh, thing okay. I noticed
2: is physical. I haven't talked to them yet. It's fair.
0: Um, it's different. however you interpret the question. That's what's fun about it.
2: If um, I get lost in Your, your
0: second question: What is one deal breaker? Oh, drugs, 100%. Any kind of drug, I'm out. I'm done. Not even a
2: question. Oh, good one. I think mine could be like values. Maybe if there's like some politics, like I'm like a pretty intense feminist. Like they gotta, I can't, I can't compromise on those kinds of things. Some people can. Fair. But yeah. What turns you on? Oh, that th-
0: I think the same thing. Like that, for me, I just, it's so hot when a man is like just so like very dominant, but also really kind and respectful. So he is just like, I just love how mas- like the masculinity in a man and just really comes out. Oh, so hot.
2: <laughs> oh, see, I'm, no, I, like, <laughs> no, well, true. <laughs> I was going to say um, communication Communication is lubrication. <laughs> yeah.
1: I okay. Like that.
2: that could be a quote. I love it. Yeah. Somebody. Uh,
1: what are one that. of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships?
0: Oh, I think one of my strengths is that I'm very trustworthy. Like I'm I very I follow through with anything that I say. So if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. You can count on me to do that. So I think that just being reliable is something that is a strength for me. And I think one of my downfalls that I'm such an overthinker and it's so sometimes it can interfere with the relationship.
2: That's real. Um, I think one of my strengths is I'm very supportive. I think I'm a good cheerleader and partner in that way. Um, But weakness, I can, I can get jealous. My insecurity can lead to a little jealousy. We're working on that.
1: fair 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 we're all human it's a -hmm.
0: a work in progress that's a human feeling yeah Yeah. Uh, ladies what is love I think it's like the the willingness to accept imperfection like the I think it's just like a not necessarily um, accepting everything and being unconditional but just a willingness to connect in a way that you you can admit that is not perfect but getting like just being willing to work through those things together
2: Yeah, I think it's like embracing a whole person and uh, like growing with a person, feeling like at home Mm. in somebody as yourself. Yeah, it's like a home in another person, whether that's romantic or not, I think. Maybe that's how I put it. Your last question.
1: Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you?
0: I got you. That's mine, too. Mm -hmm. Really? Like I got you. Like I got us. Like I got you. Yeah. Like yeah. you're safe here.
2: What's I I ordered pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Trust that. Yes, okay. I love... yes.
1: You'd be surprised how many people tell us food related ones. Oh yeah. I mean, lot. there's love in that. It's, a, lo- it's love a love it.
0: language.
2: I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely, love it, love it. Well, ladies, <laughs> uh, thank you so so much for being on the show. It was, this was so fun. I hope you'll come back.
0: Um, how can everyone find you guys and the dating detectives? Thank you so much for having us. It's been so much fun. Um, you guys can find us on the Dating Detectives podcast on Instagram and I think TikTok also. And if uh-huh. you want to be on the Dating Detective show, you can email us at investigate at datingdetectivepod dot com.
2: If you have a story, yeah, we always want to hear.
0: And guys, all of uh, the links to their
1: show and and their socials will be in the show notes of this episode. So please make sure you follow them. Thanks, guys, again. This was so fun. You're the so best much fun. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. So um, thank you. And uh, guys, follow us. We're also on show social media. Social media. I was like social, social media. media. Social. <laughs> We're also on social media. We're at kind of dating across the board.
2: I am at Aisha Says Dance everywhere. Social media is sold.
1: <laughs> and I'm at <laughs> Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Facebook, Natasha.chandel on TikTok. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you like something you heard, please screenshot the episode and tag us on social media. Um, <laughs> finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandale. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. And we only sound great thanks to our producer and audio engineer, Adam Pineless. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yennick and Kay Daniel Ellis.